0: usually image uh, video is pretty new but kind of like is um, you know the, the story with LinkedIn they priced it pretty high so on Facebook you're gonna pay somewhere between about one to two cents per person who watches a video for at least three seconds mm-hmm. on LinkedIn the bidding starts at six cents so you're probably gonna be paying six to 14 cents per three second view. Uh, So if you have video creative that is just amazing at getting people to take action, it's an inspiring story, something like that, that it's going to work really well. Uh, But if you don't have that, or you're not sure how video strategy fits in, I would stick to the static image ads, at least for now.
1: That was AJ, our LinkedIn ad expert. In this episode, we invited AJ coming in because actually your request, because many of you told me that Kelly I don't use Facebook that much for my business, but I really want to shine on a LinkedIn platform. Here we go. So AJ and I, we talk about what you can do with LinkedIn ads and three different types of retargeting you can execute. Also, what does customer journey process look like in the LinkedIn ads? All coming up for you in this episode. Hello, AJ. Welcome to the show.
0: Thanks so much, Kelly. I'm super excited to be here.
1: Well, it's not every day. I can speak to a brother and a Christian, fellow Christian CEO and also is a LinkedIn ad expert. So I am super excited.
0: Oh, and I'm excited to be Sharon.
1: <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of my audience and my tribe, they are familiar with the platform of LinkedIn. However, it's not many people really familiar with a LinkedIn ad. So maybe to get started, can you kind of tell us who should use LinkedIn ad and who shouldn't?
0: Yeah. So LinkedIn ads, just so you understand, it's uh, many of your listeners, I'm sure, are very familiar with Facebook ads and uh, many may also be familiar with Google ads. And so where it kind of fits in the ecosystem is closer to Facebook, where you can target people by who they are professionally. And that means you can get down to very specifics about job titles and seniority and skills they have in their profile and say, I only want to show you ads if you're this kind of person, uh, which is which is great shows up very similarly to how you might expect in Facebook, either in the news feed, and there are some other ad options as well. Uh, what it's not is something like Google ads where someone is typing by a keyword and specifically looking for something. So that's what LinkedIn is, uh, or that's what LinkedIn ad- ads is. And then, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about like how you see it, but here are some really important things to understand about LinkedIn ads. Number one, they're expensive compared to other platforms. Uh, to give you an idea, on average, each click costs about six to nine dollars, mm-hmm. whereas on Facebook, you might be paying fifty cents to two dollars for a click. Um, so it's it's many times more expensive. So what that means is you really need to make sure that you're going to make a lot of money on the back end to make up for paying more money up front. So I view LinkedIn ads as my sniper rifle versus my shotgun. This is what I'm going to use to to you know really get the whales and not the not the fish. Um, it's also what we've figured out over you know hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars of ad spend and hundreds of accounts managed, uh, we found three segments that it tends to work really well for. So number one is if you're in business to business doing lead gen for something high value, and when I say high value, I mean when you close a customer, they're going to be worth fifteen thousand dollars or more to you. That's segment number one will probably work great. Number two is uh, white-collar recruiting. So if you're trying to hire a new marketing manager or a salesperson or something like that, LinkedIn ads is going to do great. And then number three is if you're in higher education, uh, something like an MBA or a PhD program recruiting new students, uh, the targeting around LinkedIn ads is really good. So Yeah, to give you an idea, if it's high value, LinkedIn ads is probably great for you. It's probably not great for business to consumer unless you have just a massive deal size and really know who your customer is uh, by their professional data.
1: Yes, I'm glad that you kind of give us a a great picture of this uh, because some of my uh, colleagues, actually, uh, recently they have, uh, she's in the uh, public sector. And recently, she has her very first signature event. So I think the event uh, ticket price I think is somewhere between five hundred to a thousand euro. And she told me that she used a linking ad and was very successful. So what do you think about that in that case?
0: So we've tried lots of cases of doing. Uh, paid events through LinkedIn ads, and we have not been successful in very many of them. We okay. have with with warmer audiences. So what I would uh, probably chalk her success up to is, number one, either her amazing brand. If she has a great brand where uh, people you know already know, like, and trust her, then absolutely, they'll open up their wallets for it. Um, number two is if she were going after like a warmer audience, maybe it was her email list uh, or going after those people who who already knew her brand. I think that could make her successful. Uh, otherwise, I would love to chat with her and find out how she did <laughs> it because that sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> okay. So since we are in that topic about warm market, right? In Facebook, we know we can do the retargeting uh, for, you know, retargeting ad for the Facebook. Uh, can we do that in the linking?
0: Yeah, so LinkedIn has three different types of retargeting. Two are going to be very similar to what you already know from Facebook, but one is a bonus that no other platform has that gets me really excited. So I'll cover the the first two and then give you the zinger here at the end. So okay. number one, we can target web retargeting traffic very similarly to how you can on Facebook. That's you put a, a JavaScript pixel on every page of your website, and then you tell LinkedIn ads, uh, here's what an audience looks like to me. They, are, uh, they visited this page, or they visited any page of my website, or you know, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's quite a bit weaker than Facebook ads technology. So as we talk about retargeting, the best advice that I'll give you is use LinkedIn ads to send the very best, most qualified traffic to your website, but don't rely on just LinkedIn's retargeting to bring them back. Um, use your Facebook and your Google ads, uh, pixels and retargeting to continue to nurture those audiences. It'll be cheaper and, uh, and the technology is better. You'll be more, uh, more pervasive in front of your audience. So there's a little ninja tip for you. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, you have the ability to upload email addresses, just like you do on Facebook uh, with a little nice bonus that um, Facebook really only knows your personal email. But LinkedIn, a lot of times they know your personal email because that's your login email, but they also know your work email address from your you know your email lists inviting you, and it gets anyway it gets recognized. So you should have a higher match rate. But number three, the type of retargeting that LinkedIn has that no one else has on the planet is the ability to target by company name. So mm. what I mean here is, you can take a, a an Excel list of up to three hundred thousand company names, uh, upload it to LinkedIn, and say either only show to to the qualified people in. Uh, At these companies or exclude these. And so the way you can use this is like we call it account based marketing where you say, hey, I only work with the Fortune 500. So I'm going to upload a list of the Fortune 500 into LinkedIn and only market to them. Or you could take a list of all of your your current and past customers, upload it and then exclude that from all your marketing because you say, hey, I've already worked with them or they're already giving me money. So I don't want to waste my dollars there.
1: Ooh, that's really good. That's really good for uh, for the business to business really. And uh, a lot of my clients and audience, they are coaches. They do have a higher dollar amount of the package. Well, that just say $3,000 and above, right? So in that case, if I say, AJ, please give us a simple customer journey walkthrough. If I would use a LinkedIn ad, to drive the traffic maybe, and then maybe retarget and all the way that they can become possibly my high-end coaching programs, what will you do?
0: Perfect. So, uh- It works the same way for any other type of business-to-business as it does for coaches. So number one, you've got to get in front of them and get them to know, like, and trust you. And that's not a simple process. You can't just show an ad and expect them to open up their wallet. No one is on any sort of social media with their wallet out and ready to do business with a vendor. So you have to first and foremost show value. And the way that we do this in business-to-business is usually start out with something – it definitely has to be free and it's got to be something really, really valuable that either uh, satisfies a curiosity or solves a pain point. And a lot of times this comes in the, the format of here's a free webinar you can join or uh, an ebook, a guide, a checklist, a white paper, a free in-person event, all these types of things. And then the process after that You know, you know when you're providing value, you'll get a lot of people who are willing to opt in and Mm -hmm. and start that conversation. It's now the onus is on you to start nurturing and you know start a conversation and relationship with. With those people. So that's what the customer journey looks like. We'll say maybe your first part is a webinar where you give them a little bit of a tease. And then the the next part is you get them on your email list and you're reaching out. uh, Maybe it's reaching out personally until finally you've got them into the the three K coaching package. And then after, you know, after three months of that, then they want to upgrade to the 15 K. So that's uh, however you're doing it already. It's going to be really similar on LinkedIn ads. You just you need to start this relationship new, realizing they don't know of you yet, but that's the beauty of LinkedIn ads is getting in front of people who, who like this whole world who doesn't know you yet.
1: That's awesome. So AJ, I think actually I should have asked a question before this, but it's okay. As you guys can tell, we are super real here. Um, I kind of understand the, the mindset the people who in the LinkedIn and the Facebook, it's a quite different mindset. And can you kind of uh, tell us how can we use that and how to take advantage of it?
0: Yeah. So when you're on LinkedIn, you're either thinking about your job or your career, which is fantastic. When you're giving someone an offer that augments one of those two areas of their life, then you know, more power to you. You're going to have really high conversion rates mm-hmm. when you're on Facebook. Uh, the, the big challenge is you may be able to get in front of the right people, but you have no control over what they're working on right now. So they might be looking at pictures of grandkids. They might be on their way to try to play v- farmville. They might be, you know, doing research for work. You just don't know where they're at. And so, uh, you know, there's a reason why fa- Facebook ads cost less is because you've got less of their attention.
1: Yeah. So kind of, uh, you know, I, there's no, Nothing is free. There's no free launch in the world, people, really, <laughs> right? So uh, you either go with a cheaper one, but then you kind of hit and miss. Or if you really uh, know your who your target audience is, maybe you want to consider linking ad. Uh, the other thing is, AJ, that in the Facebook ads, obviously we have text, image, video, right? Different formats. How about in linking?
0: Yeah, so LinkedIn has pretty much the same formats now. Um, we just got carousel ads about a month ago, and you know Facebook has had that for you know f- probably been three years now. Yeah. So uh, we just got video ads about uh, I want to say uh, four or five months ago, and of course Facebook were one of the first ones to make that really popular. So we now have most of the same ad formats. Um, there's there's image. Um, you you could do text without image if you wanted. Um, and uh, the one ad unit that LinkedIn has that Facebook does not is um, what they call sponsored in-mail. and it's the ability to pay to put a message directly in your LinkedIn in mail box uh, so kind of like a, a sponsored email mm-hmm. and um, you know those those can work really well depending depending on the offer.
1: really because I will think that is a bit annoying is it I don't know as a, as a receiver side of it uh, How what do you see about that?
0: Yeah, so if you send someone an email that says, here, download download our white paper or talk to our sales rep, of course you're going to be annoyed. It feels like spam email. Mm-hmm. But if you send someone something that feels very personal, like because of who you are in the industry, Kelly, we want to give you a sneak peek or invite you to something. Here's this free in-person event that we want to introduce you to, to your peers and get you to learn. So offers like that and, and even uh, – employment offers tend to work really well there. Um, but yeah, you got to consider the offer. It has to feel special. Otherwise, it will feel like a spam email.
1: Okay, don't you guys just love I asked that question? And we got an awesome answer from AJ. I can see that though. I can see that say, if we because of who you are, and then we kind of send the invitation, then I guess that that should have quite a big uh, percentage of conversion. Talk about conversion. AJ, what is a realistic expectation? when come to the conversion rate.
0: Yeah, so conversion rate is going to, to definitely depend on the friction of your offer. So when I talk about friction, something that requires very little from you, maybe something's free, it doesn't take a whole lot of your time, mm-hmm. that's going to be very low friction versus I'm asking you to open up your wallet or hop on the phone with a sales rep. That's going to be a, a high friction type of offer. So if you if you give me a free asset, let's say it's a, a free checklist or a guide or an ebook, all you've got to do is give up your email address for it, uh, I'm going to expect that conversion rate to be somewhat – we're between 12 and 20%. We've had some clients weigh, you know, a- uh, exceed that, you get up into the forty, fifty percent conversion rate. And of mm-hmm. course, we've had some where we're like, don't know why this isn't converting, but we're getting a six percent conversion rate. But that's kind of the range. Expect you know somewhere in that in that eight to twenty. Um, if you put an offer out there that's like, here, talk to our sales rep. We're we're going to expect that to be in the one and a half to four percent conversion rate. And so you can kind of use that as your guideposts. Uh, if you're really high, you're doing great. If you're really low, you know it's too high a friction.
1: Okay, so that is kind of the the directly drive the traffic to the uh, lead magnet, you say you know somewhere is it's 8% or so, which is it's not bad at all in a, in a sense, but of course you have to look at the big picture. But if I ask you say, if let's say now I have this audience, they already got into my free offer, and then I come back to retarget them, to ask them to come to the webinar, uh, what do you see the conversion rate there in that oh, case? Should-
0: should be much higher. I mean, anytime that we are showing to a warm audience, we expect a much higher conversion rate. Not sure that I have a a rule of thumb there, but we expect it to be much, much higher. Okay. Uh, Although I would say uh, when you are advertising to email addresses, so you're bringing your own email addresses to deliver to LinkedIn and say, okay – bring these people back, um, your cost per click is going to be a lot lower and your conversion rate is going to be a lot higher. So uh, don't necessarily think of it just in conversion rate. You're also uh, you're also gaining money off of it costing less.
1: Awesome. So between the image ad and video ad, which one works better?
0: Usually image. Uh, video is pretty new, but kind of like is... Um, know, the the story with LinkedIn, they priced it pretty high. So on Facebook, you're going to pay somewhere between about one to two cents per person who watches a video for at least three seconds Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. The bidding starts at six cents. So you're probably going to be paying six to 14 cents per three second view. Uh, so if you have video creative that is just amazing at getting people to take action, it's an inspiring story, something like that, then it's going to work really well. Uh, but if you don't have that or you're not sure how video strategy fits in, I would stick to the static image ads, at least for now.
1: Oh, OK. Nice to know. Nice to know. Because I know in Facebook ad world that normally, yeah, we encourage people say the video ads is quite good. Um...
0: All right. yeah i would definitely if you've got good video use them on facebook use them on youtube those are those are both fantastic platforms for video uh very very inexpensive um if you if you have a very high value target like you're trying to show uh, this ad just to the the ctos and cios of fortune 500 or the the inc 5000 sure it it's, it can be a good usage for it but uh you know we're running a lot of video right now and it's just the cost per click is always a little bit higher than static so why not go with static if what you're worried about is a low cost per lead.
1: Yeah, okay. AJ, we kind of jump a little bit here and there. However, uh, how about we do this now, AJ? If I say, you know, uh, I'm total newbie to uh, LinkedIn ad, and then I come to you, I know you guys doing for the uh, large, middle size and larger uh, size of business, but I think I do have some uh, actually listener is in that category if I say, hey, we don't have any clue how to even get started, okay? We know we want to run linking ads. Can you kind of walk us through the steps that we need to prepare uh, to run an ad? For sure.
0: Yeah, so I'll preface this by saying I actually have a free offer because I get this a lot where people say, hey, We can't afford you, but we definitely still want to try running LinkedIn ads. So we put together – it's the same eight-point checklist that we use for onboarding new clients. And so you can get it too if you go to B2Linked. That's the letter B, the number two, and then the word linked.com slash checklist. Um, And if you don't check that box that says I want to hear from someone at B2Linked, you'll never hear from us ever again. You're not on our newsletter. This is just a way of us providing value. So I'll kind of walk you through the basic steps now of what you might get out of that checklist.
1: Number one, you- I'm sorry, AJ. So I just also want you guys to know, don't worry about it. We will put this link in the show note. So it's easier for you to access.
0: Okay. Thanks, Kelly. Sure, <laughs> awesome. sure. So number one, you need admin access to your company page. So if you don't have a company page, go onto LinkedIn, do a search and create it. There's not much to it. You've got You've got a picture, like your logo. You've got a description of your business, where you're located, how many employees, that, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And if it's already been created, you need to get admin access to it. So have an admin give it to you. Uh, number two, you need to have an ads account. So if you go to LinkedIn.com forward slash ads, um, all in lowercase, that will get you there where you can, you can open up a free account and there's nothing to it. Um, once you've got those two things, the next is kind of all the in-platform stuff. Uh, I have an acronym I really like to use, and it's called AMO. I say like bring your ammo to your social marketing, and it stands for your audience, your message, and your offer. So your audience is how you're doing your targeting, and that's really easy on LinkedIn. They give you you know you look through the targeting and you can pick and choose sure job title and company size and company industry. That's not a problem. Your message is pretty much dictated by your offer. You want uh, very much the same rules as Facebook. You want an image that stands out against the user feed. So don't use whites, grays and blues. Um, You, uh, you want something that's going to get people's attention to it so that they'll read your ad copy. And then you want 150 characters of, you know, really compelling ad copy. Um, But your offer, the O in ammo, uh, is by far the most important part. And I know we've already talked about this a little bit. But make sure you've got really good content. Make sure that when you're saying, here, come and download this piece because it's going to do this for you, make sure the this is really powerful and and really compelling. If you've got those three things, uh, the the checklist is just going to walk you through, you know, here's how you go and actually get your ads uh, inside of LinkedIn.
1: That is awesome. Thank you so much, AJ. And AJ, you know, if i gonna ask you say, because um, in the introduction, I already kind of share with uh, the audience about your personal faith journey a little bit. So if I ask you say, there's one advice you can give to the fellow Christian CEO or Christian entrepreneurs, so what would you say? I have to say
0: that it's – you have to listen to God. Um, I, I think there are a lot of us Christians who are willing to profess and say, yes, we, we believe in, in God and we believe in Christ. Um, but there are many few of us – and I fall into this bucket sometimes too <laughs> – who are willing to kneel down and actually listen. Um, so so much of my journey into how I started this business was because uh, I, I prayed and asked and got an answer. So no matter what you're doing, realize that God has a plan for you and – uh, you know, your, you, it's in your best interest to follow his advice because he'll uh, he'll use you as a tool in his hand. So that's my advice: is listen to God, and he will he will make you powerful.
1: Yes, amen to that, brother. And obedience is a tough part, right? I mean, uh, sometimes uh, if we 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 ask God for the uh, answer, right, and then He give your answer, and then it's upon us whether we're gonna say yes or no. And take action for it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But AJ, thank you so much, and congratulations of such a successful business. Uh and in LinkedIn, my goodness, we talk about taking ground in the marketplace. Well, LinkedIn is one of the all the professionals and all the um, uh, marketplace leaders together. So we're just so happy that today you come on the show.
0: Yeah. LinkedIn is definitely never going out of style. It's the it's the one network. We always need something professional to keep us grounded. Uh, you know, Facebook may come and go being like a MySpace, but uh, LinkedIn will always be there and it'll never be out of style. So yes, thank you so much for having me on and I'm excited to share with your audience.
1: Thank you, AJ. I hope that you have enjoyed the episode as much as I did. For all the show notes and the goodies, just go to kellybottler.com forward slash 068. Again, that's kellybottler.com forward slash 068. Are you one of the Christian leaders that you would like to stand out, establish your own blue ocean, and create a profitable business you love and totally identity aligned? Well, if you are, I would like to invite you to access to one of my free masterclass, actually was a live presentation on stage at my mentor, Chris Docker's uh, annual signature event called Youpreneur Summit. The presentation is called the Power of One Framework. And why is this so important? If you like to create a whole lot more impact in the coming year and beyond, you feel like you might hit a plateau in your business, or you have been touring around in the base camp, meaning in the bottom of the mountain that God asked you to conquer, then this presentation is for you. With all transparency, when you access to that presentation, you will be also added as my VIP list for the coming signature program called the Power of One Framework. It's a mentoring program, and we cannot be more excited about this because we haven't seen anything that these four Christian entrepreneurs just yet. And are you surprised? Actually, probably not. Why? Because God always likes to show off His wisdom. And what do I mean by that? Four months before that presentation, I was crying out to the Lord, say, Father, how can we help? How can we get rid of the imposter syndrome? How can we stop the comparison game and shining object syndrome? How can we get as many as your children to the past identity aligned that what you have called them to do, create a whole lot more profit so they have the margin to give more and serve more. So if you feel resonate with this message, then go to Kellybada.com forward slash learn. I will see you there. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out please go to kellybotter.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellybotter.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. Thanks for listening to the the Christian
0: CEO podcast
1: at www.kellybotter.com.